0: Everybody, and thank you for tuning in. This is Conservative Mama Podcast. I am your host, Conservative Mama. Sarah B., of course, you know that. If you've been a long time listener, thank you for listening. I really appreciate you guys. And if you are new, welcome to the show. This is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and, of course, the destruction. That is the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and of course, now more than ever, freedom. If you'd like to follow me, see what I'm up to, you can catch me over on Instagram at LadyDevilDogUSMC, as well as my backup account. I know I talked about taking it down, but I didn't do it. Um, maybe I will, maybe I won't, I don't know. Anyhow, I'm probably just going to leave it up. Uh, you can catch me over on Conservative Mama Podcast, uh, albeit I don't post there as frequently as I post to the main account, which is uh, my personal account. Um, that's the Lady Devil Dog. You can also email me at podcast at com. Um, I do love hearing from you guys. Email, I think, really is the fastest way. So for those of you that have emailed thank you so much I think I get back to you pretty quickly pretty promptly Um, if you're DMing me on Instagram and wondering why I'm not responding um, I'm not gonna lie sometimes I forget to look at the DMs I know I'm terrible I'm terrible I know that I know that I know that I'm sorry I'm so sorry okay today is have I I feel like I haven't given the date in a few times a few podcasts a few I don't know I don't know Maybe I have. I don't know. Anyway, mom brain is in full effect. It is December 10th. We are rolling right through this month. If you guys have little ones, I'm sure they're getting all excited to see Santa or or at least have Santa drop by. Hopefully um, Santa's got some goodies lined up for them. I know this household is looking forward to seeing uh, some goodies under the tree from uh, the Jolly Man. If you are uh, hosting an elf on the shelf, uh, (laughs) I... Mm -hmm. they are something else are they not I know I am not super fond of our elf our elf tends to be a little mischievous she gets into things um, and often winds up places I would rather she just didn't go but it is what it is right sometimes these things just can't be helped right so it's just a few more days longer right Uh, about uh (laughs) 17 give or take no that's too many days that's too many days okay anyway we're gearing up towards Christmas that makes this of course the most wonderful time of the year I know we talked about it on Monday sometimes there's some difficulties if you know someone who is having difficulties um, and you would like us to pray for them send over an email with your prayer request, and uh, I'll make sure that the pod listeners uh, get on board and we say some prayers for our loved ones and our friends that are out there um, that, you know, the holidays can be hard. They can be hard. They can sneak up on you, too. I know we talked about my struggles on Monday, uh, but uh, you know, mine are, are truthfully, if I'm being honest, and I know you're not supposed to compare suffering, and, and that's not what I'm doing. but when I look at my life, I am so blessed. I really am. My husband and I went from, you know, we had uh, we were living on $1,400 a month uh, for him, myself, my newborn baby our, new, our newborn baby daughter, and um, we were taking care of my grandmother at the time. Um, so that's not a lot of money. That was $1,400 a month. That was food. That was everything, right? Um, and we've been broker than that, believe it or not. We, we've had uh, nowhere to live. We've had no cars. We've had it all kind of just taken away, right? And there have been good times when we had money and we had uh, homes and, and so on and so forth. And we've had lean times when uh, we've had none of that. And you're wondering, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And a couple of things came out of that for us. One, we learned uh, not to not to do the keeping up with the Joneses thing. That can be very hard, can't it? it like that, oh, that difficulty, that struggle when you see the Joneses, you know, they're getting something, you know, I don't know, some kind of toy. Maybe it's a, a I don't know, a, a Jeep or a, a boat or something that you want and you're like, oh. I would really love to have that, and and then you think, oh, maybe I should, you know, and it's this comparison trap thing, right? So you've got the keeping up with the Joneses, but you also have, uh, you know, struggles where um, money can be tight, Uh, you know, you're living uh, hand-to-mouth, especially in this Biden economy. This Biden economy is garbage, and you know what's funny? Uh, as I go off on a tangent right away, it's fun day Friday. So I don't think I said that, but welcome. It's fun day Friday. Here comes my tangent. Uh, I saw on Facebook here the other night, uh, um, someone I know who I know, I know voted for Joe Biden. Um, hated Trump, openly hated Trump. He thinks Kamala's is a great role model. Um, I know you can't reason with these people She's lamenting about the price of gas and I thought, "Why why are you upset? You literally voted for this." Like you got what you asked for and now you're upset about it. So, she's like a child, I guess, right? Like children do the same thing. So anyway, going back to the holidays and the struggles, I realize I'm so blessed. We have had lean times. I have been homeless more than once in my life, which is enough to know that I don't want to be homeless ever again I I've been hungry I have been cold I have you know struggled and I'm in a space now where um you know financially we're we're pretty secure um we have uh the ability for my husband to stay home and take care of our son while I'm working and I'm even allowed to work remotely so I have blessings in my life um That reminds me, I I always have to have this, this thought in my head about gratitude and about blessing because, you know, when you're keeping up with the Joneses, you forget that what you're doing is you're putting money and possessions on the altar where Christ is supposed to be. And when all that goes away, on some level, you feel like your identity also goes away, right? these things that you've tied yourself, maybe you're a car person, and you really want a very nice car. And and that is part of who you are, you know, that is how you see yourself. But that isn't necessarily how God sees you. And, you know, sometimes when we get that no from God, um, it really just means, um, you know, something better is coming along. But sometimes that no also has to sting, right. And so we've had to learn some hard lessons, uh, the hubs and I, We've had to learn uh, the hard way uh, in the past and that's okay. That's all right because we did learn and we've changed uh, so that if all of this went away, I would be sad, but I don't put my faith in possessions and what I have, right? That's that's what I have learned from this. And so when we talk about struggles, you know, you can't say you should not supposed to compare, you know, your suffering with someone else or, you know, make that comparison. Oh, well, my suffering, you know, it's not as much as other people. Um, maybe so, maybe so. But In this world, I think we've got so much suffering going on. We need to remember that, you know, we can be the light for each other. We can be the light for that other person. And we never know what that individual is going through. You don't know how many hours that retail uh, employee has been standing on their feet, you know, checking out people and having to listen to the gripes and complaints about, you know, such and such and such not being on the shelves because of supply chain issues and so on and so forth. And yet in the back of their mind, maybe they're wondering, is this paycheck going to be enough to pay the bills? Is this paycheck going to be enough to uh, pay the car note? Is this going to cover the insurance? Is this going to cover the doctor visit? Is this going to cover whatever? Try to be kind. This is the most wonderful time of the year. And it's really easy to get caught up in purchasing things and all these things that we think we need and what we want to give to each other but we can't we can't put a a price tag on our time and our love and our compassion so while you're going around and you're you're making your gifts and your purchases and you know you're getting things ready for Christmas um, make sure that you are you're shining the light and you're 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 being gracious to those people who are you know serving you serve them as well like if they are your waitress you know, maybe tip a little extra if you can. If they are checking you out at the uh, sporting goods store, you know, be kind, say something nice, be pleasant, even if the line is taking longer and you're getting frustrated and you know, your kids are driving you crazy. um, Try to be kind, you just never know what people are going through. All right. And I know, I know my audience is is not the type to, you know, just berate people. But, um, you know, sometimes we have to set the example too, you know, because there are people out there who are going to be nasty. Um, And having worked retail, as many of us out there have, um, that can be a very thankless task during the holidays. Can it not? Like, oh, sometimes people could just be the worst and you just really want to reach across that counter and slap someone But, um, it's been my experience too, that usually the next person in line, uh, waits for that nasty individual to leave the area of earshot and, um, begins to say things like, oh, what a jerk, you know, you didn't deserve that and blah, blah, blah. And which, you know, you kind of joke back and forth. (sighs) So that being said, um. You know this is the most wonderful time of the year this is one of my favorite i love christmas so so much i love halloween you guys know how much i love halloween i love christmas so so much um it just makes me happy it just really makes me happy that being said um we've got some uh strange things that have come across my airway um airwaves airway good lord my airwaves here this week i like to listen to deception bites you can catch her over on rumble um i think i've talked about her in the past she's pretty cool she came across this article um Now I'm going to open this up and let you know that I do not know very much about the quote unquote author, this Henry Macau. I did a little bit of digging. Um, it looks like he was the one who wrote, uh, about the Illuminati. Um, of course, you know, the first like eight, uh, uh, leaks that come up on DuckDuckGo are, you know, those that say, you know, he's a, he's a conspiracy theorist and all this, you know, whatever, you know what, you start to see that so many times that you go, mm, maybe he's onto something, right? Like it, the, the whole fact checking thing has actually worked in reverse. So anyway, she was talking about this article that, um, she came across, uh, where, Jacob Rothschild is responding to Henry uh, Macau, right? And I bring this up because, you know, there's a lot of speculation about the Rothschilds kind of being that Illuminati, right? And I'm not saying I believe in the Illuminati or I don't, right? I'm definitely on the fence with that. I don't know. Do I think that there is kind of a cabal out there of people who are at least attempting to run everything? Yes, yes, I do. I think, and I think that because (laughs) there are several of them that just in the last year or two came right out and said it, right? (laughs) Like you've got Klaus Schwab writing a book about how he and his, you know, BFFs would like to basically uh, hit the button and uh, do this great reset and build back better which is just code words for global communism right And, you know, we're starting to see all of that. I laugh, but it's not funny. We're starting to see all of that unfurl. We're seeing it all unfold. We're looking at um, countries like Australia that are now suddenly unrecognizable. Their democracy was set up very much like our own. And they're almost totally unrecognizable. You're looking at Austria where they're entertaining this idea of like kicking in your doors uh, to vaccinate you, right? You're looking at uh, this UN discussion of of dropping the Nuremberg codes. Like, are you kidding me? So, you know, like I said in the past, when your enemy comes out and tells you what they're about and what they're going to do, eh, just give them the benefit of the doubt. Go ahead and believe them and prepare just in case, you know, because if they're lying, you know, at least you're prepared for worst case scenario. So anyway, this Jacob Rothschild allegedly has responded to this uh, Henry Macau, right? And what he says is very, very troubling. Now, I cannot sit here and tell you in good faith that it—I, you know—that it's true. I don't know that it's true. I keep digging, and um, it all seems to come back to this Henry Macau. Like somehow, every link I have gone to seems to uh, just point the finger. Yes, it's Henry. He is. You know, they're replying to them. Blah blah blah. It's just strange. It's really strange. And I've tried different uh, uh, websites that I thought, okay, well, I've tried Henry Macau's website, which is where uh, Deception Bites got her information. And then I went over to like USSA uh, News. Um, there, You know, there's some other ones out there like Veterans Today mentions it. So I don't know. Anyway, if it's just even a quarter true, it's very disturbing. So I'm not going to read you the entire article uh, or um, I guess this letter, I screenshot it. It's like five pages long. So I'm not going to read you the whole thing. But there are things in here that I think you guys should hear because um, uh, it really kind of underlines what Klaus Schwab has been saying. It really kind of underlines uh, where you see things going, you know, and, and kind of the why, right? So here's Henry Rothschild. He is re- responding to uh, this not Henry Rothschild, good Lord, Jacob Rothschild responding to Henry Macau. He says, your words are uttered in another nation in our realm, but are published virtually in my own backyard here in England on this site, which purports to have a high regard for the truth, albeit of the outmodeled kind and with a relatively small obscure and scurrilous following no one of any importance will listen to you yet i feel obliged that on some special occasions as with this most recent posting of yours to try to set you straight which is weird to me Um, I'm, i'm i'm cutting in right now uh that if no one is reading this Henry Macau, if no one is reading it, you know, if Jacob, if this is Jacob Rothschild, one of the, if not the most powerful family in the world, right? Can we just agree to that? They are, they have an insane amount of money and an insane amount of of, uh, power. If Henry Macau is such this little plebe, uh, then why is, is Jacob Rothschild responding to him? You have a relatively small, obscure, and scurrilous following, but yet Jacob Rothschild felt the need to set him straight. Interesting. I find that interesting. Again, just listen. Um, you know, you guys can look into this. Uh, if you look up Jacob Rothschild lifts the veil, um, you will you will come across all this weird stuff. Okay. Okay. He says, in your efforts to protect your old and failing civilization, we are dismantling. We find these means necessary. If people will allow such vaccines to invade their own bodies and their children's in order to comply and to be the same or, quote, equal, quote, quote, to, quote, everyone else, end quote, they most certainly will not object to or oppose their wealth, use of resources and lifestyles being equalized as well. Listen to that. All right, I had to get a drink. I'm sorry. All right. I'm going to highlight that one more time. If people will allow such vaccines to invade their own bodies and their children's in order to comply and be the same or equal to everyone else, they will most certainly not object to or oppose their wealth, use of resources and lifestyles being equalized as well. Now, My husband, when I talked to him about this, he's like, yeah, but you really think that people are going to be like, oh, sure, use my stuff. You know, yeah, absolutely. Here's my wealth, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, if you brought it up that way, absolutely not. But look how flawlessly they rolled out both this pandemic and the vaccine. Look at how flawlessly this has gone and worked. Look at how well this worked, right? I mean, we have shut down nations, Nations have been crippled by this. Now you look at Italy, you look at Germany, you look at of course Australia, you look at England, you look at um, all of these places and you can't hardly move. Look at New York City. Now you want to inject five year old children who are not at risk of getting COVID much less transferring it to anybody else this vaccine is totally unnecessary for these babies. And yet they can't get into a restaurant, they can't get into any private business, who the hell are you to tell anybody, right? This is totally evil. And I said, Yeah, look at how flawlessly this rolled out with how little resistance, look how little resistance any of this met. It just rolled out 15 days to flatten the curve." very quickly became like 600 some odd days and you can't get into a shop you got into two years ago sorry your children aren't welcome here you're not welcome here all right so do I think if they just give us your money they could they'll' will work this will work no I don't but they don't have to do it like that I think we all have seen how insidious they are willing to get and that's just what they've shown us we have no idea the low that they're willing to get to <coughs> excuse me I'm still getting over my cold. So please, please forgive me. Okay. So he moves on. Uh, Um, Let's see. Uh, It's a weird article because it's like that's where it starts. And then um, you scroll down a little bit and it starts with Dear Henry. So I'm not really sure what's going on here. And at no point is that ever explained. So I don't know if that's like they're firing back and forth at each other because it looks like Henry comes back to him. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's never explained in anything I've seen. So it's a it's a bit of terrible writing, honestly, if you're if you're reporting on this and you're, you know, writing this as a journalist. Just saying. So anyway, here's the here's the letter. I'm going to go through some of it. Dear Henry, you are very good at putting your finger on the problem, but as you see, this COVID ordeal is a red hot one nurtured by many flames which are global and include the control and regulation of finances resources production consumption pollution and overpopulation none of the people heading up the uh, heading up institutions directly or indirectly under the control of my family including the british crown the vatican the masons and other major oligarchs and corporations of the world care what you think or say apparently they do because he's responding i continue We control the major finances of the world, but also your governments, the major media networks, most jobs on the planet, and even the money in your bank accounts. These are facts which you cannot change. Um, I don't know what, he goes on to talk about the Jewish question, and I don't understand that. Uh, I'm not even going to bring it up, because it's not, I don't know. I guess we'd have to see whatever Henry had written, and I haven't found that. Okay. So he goes on to argue, you know, we like to argue facts based on, you know, well, facts and logic and reason and data, right? But uh, Jacob Rothschild allegedly states that um, that's an outdated modality. People are running on their feelings, essentially. They don't care what facts and data are. They want feelings. And we have seen that uh, to be pretty much true. So, again, I don't know. Uh, Let's move forward. Okay, so it says your words are uttered in another nation. Oh, I'm sorry. I've already read that to you. See, it starts over again, right, right here. So (laughs) it's not the best editing on this website. I'm super sorry. Um, He says uh, here, your problem is that very few people with any common sense disagree there are such problems. And it appears that only your only complaint comes down to the means we have determined as necessary for these solutions. You are correct in your assertions that many of these problems have been exaggerated and may not even exist at this time. I think we can uh, chalk that up to being both COVID and climate change. Um, You know, I I just don't think that uh, they... They're as pressing as people would have us believe. Um, if I back it up just a little bit, uh, he does talk about the new world order and the reduction of the population. That isn't a surprise. Uh, the Rothschilds, I think, have long been accused of being eugenicists. But again, a lot of these elitists are, right? A lot of these people in these top tier 1%, uh, super, 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 super rich uh groups um are uh eugenicists which i don't understand but whatever um they do are you know he goes on to say that they do plan 50 to 100 years in advance so you know it brings back brings back to my point um they're playing the long game we have no idea how long that they uh plan to do this right that we've got some you know agenda 2030 we've got some ideas but uh while we may not have the ability to look forward to know exactly what lows they're willing to hit and where they're you know how bad they're willing to let things get we can look at things historically and say okay look this lines up that lines up these things line up um You know, the infiltration of the Catholic Church by uh, Freemasons um, that started happening. You know, we've got Bella Dodd. She was responsible for bringing communists into, uh, you know, the clergy, uh, which have now, you know, made their way through the ranks at this point and are sitting at uh, top levels, you know, as bishops in the Vatican. Not the bishop in white, but, you know, maybe, maybe him too. He's definitely a heretic. I mean, these are this is just one example. We we can look backwards and say, okay, yeah, this lines up. Um, but you know, we have to admit that uh, these people have been playing the long game for a very long time, and that includes the Marxist agenda uh, to change our children from little patriots to little socialists. Right? We've seen that in the last you know twenty something years. Um, this huge change this huge change maybe even the last uh 30 years maybe even 40 years we've seen a big change from 1950 uh children in school to present day we've seen a big change um The article goes on, it says, uh, what you are concerned about are the methods uh, we are using to solve these problems, which you say are totalitarian and communist to us. Those are only abstract words like the words truth, freedom, and justice. None of those words should be abstract, but it's whatever. And in any crisis, people mainly act on emotion and not upon actual fact, critical thinking and reason. And um, yes, I would agree with that. Um, He goes on to kind of insult him, uh, you're not on our level, blah, 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 you know, definitely a a megalomaniac, um, you know, uh, I don't know if it's really him writing it, you know, definitely a megalomaniac. Um, So as you look for, through this article, you get to the vaccines, um, and it says, you know, the vaccines you mentioned, you cannot even determine why they are being forced on the public, why you wonder if they are so clearly unnecessary and useless in relation to the virus, which in any case was never a grave threat, or even very much anything more than an overture or an exercise to our calling potentials, Why, why they do this, doesn't make sense. Why, you ask, are the governments being so draconian in forcing them on the people when they are so clearly dangerous and causing so many deaths and health problems? Why, you ask, have all the governments under the control of our power structure suppressed the use of cheap drugs which so effectively cure the virus symptoms just to make way for the useless and dangerous vaccines? It is a mystery to you and then you go off into one of your conspiracy theories that we are using these vaccines to cull or thin out the human herd. You think that will scare people and wake them up? You keep asking why? Like a schoolboy. You think cold hard fact facts and reasons have sway with the public when they believe their governments are caring for them, giving them money and trying to make them safe henry it is all psychology and the media and despite anything i say it will make no difference to the outcome don't you see there is something much more important going on here than the actual control potential or precedent of people trained to receive yearly vaccines tailored to their special needs and circumstances. If my friend Jacques was right about centralized controls and communism, and if Francis, he means Pope Francis, the idea of equality is most central and fundamental to our agendas and the new world order, that when we say that everyone must be vaccinated, then you see we not only mean it, but you, what you don't see is that is that the equality is the very essence of what the entire exercise is all about." Um, it's interesting because the Pope is setting up a synod, uh, to kick off here. I think pretty, pretty soon about equality. Isn't that, isn't that strange? Um, anyway, the article will go on to discuss modern China being, um, kind of the, uh, the perfect model. This is what they're looking for. They, China hasn't got it all right, but, um, they are, they're definitely, um, on the right track so this is what Henry Rothschild is arguing like that China is the model that they're looking for everybody is the same everybody is moving in lockstep you know nobody can do anything nobody's really free you know life sucks (laughs) that's what he wants for everyone right so if this article is to be believed even if it's just a modicum of belief right um, it's very disturbing but it's also enlightening it's enlightening for a couple of reasons, and I've touched on them already. One, uh, you know, if your enemy is telling you what they're going to do, just believe them. But the second one is he keeps going on in this article. If, again, this is really written by this Jacob Rothschild, he keeps going on trying to tell this Henry Macau that, you know, you have no listeners. You've got no uh, uh uh, voice, no one cares. Facts and reasons don't matter. Blah 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 blah. He's doing an awful lot of gaslighting for someone he believes to be a non-threat. Don't you think? He who doth protest too much, right? Um. That's what I. That's the vibe I'm getting. So, like I said, if this really is Jacob Rothschild and this article is to be believed, um. It's very interesting to me that he keeps saying, you're stupid. You don't have any listeners. No one is buying this. Like you can go and say all this crap you want to, but why don't you just give it up and accept that this is the fate. This is what's going to happen. We're doing these vaccines so that everybody, uh, you know, begins to feel the same. They all comply. And then, you know, our next phase will be, who knows, who knows what the next phase will be, right? Genetic modification, transhumanism, who knows, who knows? I don't know. But I don't think it really even matters, right? Because, like I said, he who doth protest too much. You're the one, Mr. Rothschild, if this really is you, you're the one telling this guy I had never even heard of. I've never heard of Henry Macau. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Macau? Macau? I think it's Macau. It's spelled Macau. I've never heard of this guy. I had to look him up because of you, because of this letter, because I just happened to listen to to Deception Bites and she was talking about this letter. I dug into it a little bit and then you know what? I sicked some people I know on this letter as well. I've shared this thing and I've, with the full disclosure that I don't know how true it is. Maybe it's total bunk and I'm not trying to do this as fear porn. Okay, I'm really not. That's not my goal here. My goal here is not to give uh, you guys false information either. So I'm doing full disclosure. I don't know that Jacob Rothschild wrote this letter. I don't know that. Um, But if he did, there's an awful lot of protestation to a guy who I had never heard of. And probably you guys maybe never heard of, you know. I'm gonna go out on a limb here I've never read the book Illuminati <laughs> I've heard about it I've heard people talk about it I've seen all kinds of great conspiracy theory stuff on it I don't know I've never heard of this guy but I certainly looked him up I've spent the last two days digging into this guy and trying to dig into this letter at, or this yeah this letter I guess um this email or, or whatever it was I don't know did he get it did he get it in the mail like with like like a wax stamp I don't know you know what, if I'm going to get a letter threatening me from a Rothschild, you better put a daggone wax stamp on there. Don't don't chintz out. You know you got one. D- go around in one of your old drawers and your antique desk that's worth like a bloody fortune. D- you probably got a family ring or something in there. Just tucked away in the back. Totally forgotten about. Things worth like more than a house. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the wax seal I'm looking for. I want that thing to crack when I open it. Like, oh, look at that. Kind of like a little treat or something like it. Ooh, this is a lot of protestation and talking down to for someone they don't view as a threat, which again, I bring it up after talking about the season, this season in this glorious moment where we are getting ready to celebrate the birth of Christ. I know some of you are going, what the hell, Sarah B? What is going on? This is supposed to be fun day Friday. And you were like, you're, first you're talking about you know, Christmas and how you know, it's wonderful, but then there's some struggles. And now you're back to, you know now you're hitting this, this crazy email or, or whatever this is. Um, and now you're back to Christmas. I, bear with me. Bear with me. Here we go. Okay. We all have struggles. We're talking about global struggles. We're talking about personal struggles. The enemy wants you to believe that you are divided. The enemy doesn't need to roar like a lion yet. We know that the enemy walks the earth roaring like a lion looking for souls to devour. It says that in the Bible. We know that. Amen? We know that. But he doesn't have to. He can whisper. He whispered to Eve, He whispers to you every day, every day, every day. You're like, I'm going to cut that corner. I'm going to not do that. It might be minor sins. It might be little things. You know, you're not out there committing bank robbery. Hopefully, please, if you listen to me, don't commit bank robbery. You don't have to have him roaring in your ear to do something terrible. He can whisper little things. The enemy wants us to believe that we are divided. But remember, God uses all situations to his glory. Jesus works through people. The Holy Spirit comes down on people you wouldn't expect. Look at Paul. Saint Paul, he was riding around killing Christians. He was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. He was not a he, he was not a Jesus follower. He was not pro-Christian at all. He put people to death. A lot and then jesus saw him got in front of him knocked him off his donkey some would say he got knocked off his ass hey <laughs> um he got knocked down went blind for three days came back total jesus follower his friends were like what the hell is going on here i found jesus god uses all these things All all of these moments, all of these things, all of your struggles, all of your troubles, all of this pain in the world going on right now as we approach the Christmas season. Are you kidding me? You think God's not ramping things up? Like, I've got you. I have you. We can do this. Don't give up hope. Don't lose your vision. Don't forget who's in charge. I said it Monday. When you feel like you're drowning, remember your lifeguard walks on water. When you see things like this, and these people, if this really is Jacob Rothschild saying, look, you're just a plebe. You're not, you got to read this article. You're not smart enough. You don't know what you're talking about. This is so much darker than you can imagine. All this doom and gloom, like all of this insidious crap. It is absolutely the enemy trying to whisper and trying to cut people down trying to cut down this henry Macau, whoever he is but everybody who reads it if you read this and you go wow wow are you serious this is what this is this is what is going to happen this is this is what's going to happen for me this is what my family is going to go through this is what you have planned for us no that is what the enemy wants you to think so that you don't have the courage, so that you lose faith in God. You cannot have communism in a country that is God-fearing, that is Christian, Jesus-loving. You cannot have communism. It is anathema to it. You cannot have it. You cannot have it. You cannot have it. Now you're going to say, wait a minute. There's Christians in China. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. They are holding down the fort." And that's why they are persecuted. And that's why they are underground. And that's why the rest of us Catholics pray for the Catholics and the Christians in China, even though the Pope won't recognize them and believes that the state-sanctioned Christianity is okay, thumbs up. It's not. It's not. It isn't. As long as we know who our Father is, they cannot take us they might take our body but they can't take our soul so when you read things like this and you see all this doom and gloom coming at you whether you're unfortunately watching the media or whatever you know turn it off when you see all of this and all this you can't you can't you can't you can't just know there's another side to that when you say it is impossible God says all things are possible through him when you say, I can't do this, God says, I've got you. You might not be able to do it, but I will give you strength. When you say, I don't have the words, the Holy Spirit says, I will give you the words. When you say, I, don't, I can't stand up to this, God says, I will stand before you. I already was hung on the cross for your sins, Jesus told them. What more can they do? Jesus defeated death. He defeated the enemy already. When you see them putting these articles and crap together and they're like, ah, lose faith, lose hope. I don't think so. That's nice. I mean, you got a lot of crazy stuff in here. You know, you got uh, all this crazy nonsense about how you want the vaccine to go and all this other stuff. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm. Certain that it's all, you know, a precursor to something down the road. But no, you don't get to win. You don't get to win. We already know how it ends. We already know how it ends. Come on, that book's already been written. What are you going to say? So that's what I want you guys to focus on. Not the doom and gloom, not the struggle. Everybody's going through something. That's why I told you to be kind, right? Everybody's going through something. We're looking around. The whole world is struggling. The whole world is in strife. They want you to believe that you're divided. They want you to believe that your neighbor doesn't have the same view as you. Maybe they don't. Maybe they, maybe they voted for Joe Biden. Maybe they did, but maybe they're regretting it. Maybe as those prices keep climbing, they are the ones who can't afford it. And they realize, wow, you know what? This was a terrible choice. But maybe you can help them out a little bit. I don't know. Maybe you can help them financially. Maybe not. I don't know. The point is you show them kindness and then they have to go, wait a minute. You're a person. You're not just a Trump supporter or whatever else. You're a person. The enemy wants you to believe that we're divided based on race, on color, on gender, and all these little things, all these things. We're not divided. Not if we understand that we are children of God. So when they send out this stupid garbage. Give up hope. You're not smart enough. You can't You can't beat us. All this stuff is in play. We're so rich. We're so powerful. Yeah, when you die, you can't take it with you. How rich are you now? We'll be walking over your grave the same way as we walk over other people. On our way to go visit loved ones. Put some flowers down. Passing right on by. You're still down you don't get to live forever don't give up hope this is the greatest season of all because this is when that hope is renewed this is when that hope is brought forth in through the birth of Jesus at the nativity we get all those wonderful songs all these things that remind us that there is still hope in the darkest, darkest hour, when it looks like all hope is lost. Jesus showed up on the scene. Guys, come on. This is foolishness. This article. I. You know what? I'm going to see. I, I should post this on Instagram. I'm sure they're going to take that thing down. Why is this fake news? <laughs> Maybe this fake news. But it's actually kind of a great rally call Great rally call Like, Yeah, it reads pretty bad It's not great It is definitely not great But for a lot of uh, You can't do this And no one's reading you And no one's listening To this Henry Macau Gee (laughs) It's reaching a lot of ears right now, isn't it? Hmm. And it did with Deception Bites And it did with whoever else is covering it Yeah Boy, did that spread like wildfire. And you know what? Christians don't, we don't need to hear that. They're like, yeah, okay, okay. We know who our Lord and Savior is. And we know when we hear the devil talking. All right, I really, I know I went long. Please forgive me. I know I went long. I just want to leave you guys with a message of hope and peace. All right, I really did. I know it got kind of, you know, heavy <laughs> because it was kind of a crazy heavy article. I absolutely recognize that, but um, thank you for indulging me. I really hope that you guys have a wonderful weekend. Absolutely have a great time with your families. I hope you guys are doing something fun. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't have too many plans, but um, I'm actually going to meet with some folks to discuss how we can let the diocese know we're not kidding. If you plan to uh, even think about mandating a vaccination on our children uh with the stupid coronavirus you're gonna have uh us and we're not playing around okay as always stay deplorable patriots love and god bless have a wonderful weekend and we will talk to you again on monday